Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. It is the first championship weekend of the new year as we welcome you to TC Live leading up to the final in Auckland between Coco Golf and Alina Spitalina. Top of the hour, a super Saturday at tennis. Here's what else is on the way. The United Cup finals are set. The favorites from Poland taking on Germany. Will Iga Sviantek keep her winning streak alive and what happens if it comes down to the mixed? Plus, Coco Golf looking to go back to back in New Zealand. The top-ranked American hasn't dropped a set and goes for her first win over Spitalina. And in Brisbane, it is a battle of all-court stars to take the title. Holgaruna playing for his fifth career trophy against former champion Grigor Dimitrov. We're playing for trophies all over tonight. Keep it locked on Tennis Channel, TC Plus, and T2. We've got a rematch of last year's Aussie Open final between Arena Sabalenka and Elena Rybakina. Andre Rublev and Emil Roussevori in Hong Kong, the United Cup final, featuring all sorts of stars. You got the world number one, Iga Sviantek, in action, leading it off 1.30 a.m. Eastern against the multiple major champ, Angie Kerber. Then Hubie Hercoc takes on Alexander Zverev. Like I mentioned, it could come down to the mixed doubles. I bet you it's Zverev teaming up with Lara Sigmund. I am teaming up with the great Chanda Rubin once again, Prakash Amitraj in the house. It is a championship Saturday. Yep. All sorts of finals. Cannot wait for tonight. You're going to be on the call for many of these as well, Chanda. What are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing golf in, in this final. She is defending champion. She has had a terrific run. She has really looked poised. She's a Grand Slam champion now, and that's always interesting to me, see how a player comes back the next year, how they start, or they feel in a little pressure. And she has looked so relaxed, golf has. And also, she's gotten better with each match, especially the serve. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes up against Vitalina. Uh, look, I'm excited to see Rune and Dimitrov. I'm also excited to see a mixed doubles decider in the finals of the United Cup. That's what it's been coming down to all week. We saw a spectacular one in the semifinals. So I want to see another one of those. I kind of love this format that we're seeing the yep. mixed doubles get so much high stakes and so much importance, and it hasn't really disappointed. And, and so many stars playing tonight. We got one seeds against two seeds yep. almost everywhere, and at least the one seed literally everywhere so we'll preview all these matches coming up but let's show you how we got to these finals starting united cup semifinals poland france hubie hercoc taking on adrian manorino chanda they split their previous four meetings it's been a tough matchup between these two manorino he can cause anybody problems he can slow the pacing he can dictate from uh, in that term in that standpoint but i think from the beginning hercoc really controlled the play. He found four hands when he needed to. The serve was the big weapon as well. He had so many aces over the course of the first set. It allowed him to get that first set pretty handily, and then he could relax a little bit more, and that's always the key in this kind of team format, especially when you've got Iga Sviantek waiting in the wings. You want to produce some of your best tennis. It got tougher in the second set, but Hercotch again, after getting that break with the big forehand, closed it out at love. He was so impressive from start to finish. 
on 31 of 36 points on his first serve. How about 15 aces for the big pole as well? The entire squad, his coach right there, Santa himself. Craig Boynton in the house. He's on the nice list, Santa. Am I on the nice list? Yeah, is it too always, early? Is Santa, it too early to ask? You're on the nice list. You're on like the nice, nice <laughs> list. Saiga Sviata can close it out against Caroline Garcia, but Garcia came out firing, Santa. She did. Sviantek had some break points early in the first set, but could not convert. She got a little frustrated, but it was because Garcia was playing so aggressively inside the court. But Sviantek, she's one of the best players at adjusting mid-match. She started taking the ball earlier. That backhand return got her the break early in the second, and she really didn't look back. She got more confident. The forehand was working. We saw the little footsteps when she needed it. And in the third set, it was more the same. She also, Sviantek, started doing a better job on her serve, so it allowed her to be more aggressive early in points. This was another athletic move, jamming Garcia here, and Sviantek really just took over. She showed why she's the number one player in the world and has been for so many consecutive weeks, so she clinches it for Poland. She said, I was making bad decisions. I needed to be more composed. She was. She takes it. And Poland takes the tie. They come into the final having dropped just one match all week, 11-1. and And for Iga Sviantek, a perfect slate. In fact, she has won 15 straight matches dating back to last year. Second time in her career she's done that. Remember what happened last time, Chanda? 37 in a row. Uh-oh. That's a lot. That's, That's a, a lot of matches. <laughs> Almost halfway. <laughs> To that streak, we'll see what happens tonight. In the other semi, Germany and Australia. Angie Kerber going for her first singles win in her comeback from maternity leave. Prakash taking on Isla Tamjanovic. Well, Tamjanovic getting off to a great start here, striking that backhand as she did when she made that great run at the U.S. Open a couple years ago, finding big targets. I think that's a big key to her game. Sometimes she goes a little bit too fine, starts spraying balls, especially on that forehand side. Third set, gets pushed down to the wire. Kerber serving for it, showing some nice wheels here. The Aussie fights back, another big backhand, pushes it into a breaker, but it was Kerber that sees the advantage in those big moments here. Check this out. After a big forehand, she's the one that finds a massive backhand up the line. Off that wrong foot, is able to direct that right hand. Shot that served her very well as she's won those Grand Slams in her career. Match point now for Kamenjanovic. Shanks it. You can see her taking a big breath, perhaps feeling the nerves a little bit, just perhaps a little too tight in those final moments. Kerber said it means a lot to have a match like this going into the Australian Open. She'll have another one as well. Big win. It's been 18 months for Angie Kerber. That means must-win situation for the hometown kid, the Aussie, Alex Demon, or against Alexander Zverev. The Demon has been loose this week. Wins over Novak Djokovic. Taylor Fritz, could he keep it going? He's been absolutely clutch. Check out this movement, getting so many balls back in play. At the end of the day, wasn't good enough here on this point. Zverev, a little bit too touch, uh, tough, high-quality affair. First set goes to Zverev, but it was the Aussie who fought back. Heavy forehand cross-court, big forehand up the line picked up a lot more pace as of the last couple of years and really believes he belongs at the top of the game and he's been pretty vocal about it. Takes that second set, starts using the crowd, really emotional all week. You can see how much it means to him to be able to play at home. Third set, early going here, it was Demon. Forcing the issue, pressing that Zverev forehand. We all know that's the side, like a few more errors can come. That backhand is so solid. And Demon just clutched all the way through. Served exceptionally well, 69% one in the first and second serve. That's swag. That's swag right there. The, the kid's top ten. The kid's top ten now, Steve. First Aussie man since Leighton Hewitt in 2006 to crack the top ten. He knows it. What a start to the season for Alex Demonor. 
So it all comes down once again to mixed doubles. The Aussie doubles duo, Storm Hunter, number one in the world. And Matthew Ebden taking on Zverev and Laura Sigamon. Well, this is how tight this match was. First couple sets, split in breakers, going down to the wire here in this match tiebreak. Couple match points for Germany. Aussie does a great job being able to save both of them. Earns themselves a match point here. Zverev not able to control this. Could they close it out? Could they get four points in a row? Bring this thing home for Australia? Well, it was Germany's time to be able to step up here. Some strong hitting from Zverev, but brilliant hands from Sigmund, giving Zverev the opportunity to close things out there. Pushing it to 10-0, goes to 11-0. Forehand to forehand, it's Sigmund! Storm Hunter, rather, taking that <laughs> forehand up of Zverev's line. Beautiful, lo beautiful lob there from Sigmund, though. It was just great shot after great shot. It was just finally an error at the end that gave the Germans the tie. This thing really could have gone either way. That's a big sweat of relief on Zverev's face there. <laughs> there it is. That's some clutch tennis all the way around, but it's Germany that gets the win there in the final. Special thanks to Laura. I think she, she was the MVP today. Actually, Angie was the MVP today because she saved my ass. Uh, so that was that was very nice. But um, yeah, I mean, after the singles match, look, it was obviously disappointing. But I thought the level of the match was extremely high. So yes, you're disappointed, but we're still in the tie, and we still have the chance to to win it, and uh, I'm happy that uh, we, we did that today. Germany and Poland in the final. That's later tonight, right here on Tennis Channel. How about Coco Golf as we head to Auckland? Looking to go back-to-back -back there. All-American semifinal against Emma Navarro. Coco said, we played against each other when I was 12. She was 15. Really cool to be on this stage. Yeah, nice to see them both playing some of the best tennis of their respective careers. But Coco Golf was in another class. She has stepped it up. The serve was especially big. That allowed her to play much more confidently, especially off the forehand side. This is becoming a real weapon. She's stepping in. She's leaning on the ball. And she is not backing down when she sees a ball to that side of the court. Another winner to really stretch her lead. She was able to take that first set 6-3 and that allowed her to settle in even more. Emma Navarro has been playing terrific tennis. She's solid. You've got to break her down. She won't beat herself. But she just didn't have many opportunities to dictate and control play. And golf did from start to finish. Good news for Emma Navarro. She will be seated at the Australian Open. Better news for Coco. Nine straight wins in Auckland into another final. What was the focus coming into this match? What are you happiest most about? Uh, just being aggressive and really my serve and return. Uh, we played a practice set over here uh, before the tournament started, so, and she was playing really well. Um, so I think uh, for me, I knew I had to be in my best game if I wanted to win. Love to hear that. Just like Chanda said, aggressive. The serve looks good. She likes her return as well and has not dropped a set on her road back to the final in Auckland. Reigning U.S. Open champ has lost just 15 games in her four matches this week and brings a 6-1 career record in WTA finals, taking on Alina Svitolina. What do you make of this matchup? Well, uh, I think the big markers for Coco, we saw they're serving exceptionally well and flattening out that forehand. That's always been the side that you look to a little bit more. I think when she's hitting that well, it's sort of like, a, like, like in golf. You know, you're hitting one club well, it translates to the rest of the bag, and I think that's what's happening with Coco. And also, coming off that U.S. Open, as you talked about, Chanda, how are you going to start this year? I think she had a great offseason. She's only looking to build on it. She sort of got that monkey off her back, winning that first Grand Slam. So uh, I think all things trending in the right direction.
Yeah, I think the fact that she's now a major champion, I mean, that's been the big goal. And, you know, a lot of us might have thought, okay, she's still young. She doesn't have to be pressing on this, but she was. And, you know, the fact that she hadn't done it, it was eating at her. So I think, the, you know, the fact that she's now a Grand Slam champion, she can relax a little bit more. She can play the kind of tennis that's a bit freer. And she's still growing. She's still getting better. We talk about the forehand. It's a shot that she has improved. A lot of that shot is the mindset. And I think when your your mind is clear, when you feel confident, when you feel good, good things do happen. And we're seeing that in Coco Golf. Hopefully she can keep building when she plays the better players, top 10 players. But beating the players that she's supposed to win, especially against young Younger players. That is huge. We are looking forward to it. You'll be on the call with Paul Anico on top of the hour. It is the final in Auckland. Lost the only previous meeting against Svitolina, but that was before Coco was a major champ. That was before Svitolina was a mama. That was some years ago. A lot more still to come here on TC Live as we lead you up here on Championship Saturday, a Belarusian battle in Brisbane. Major champs Arena Sabalenka and Victoria Azarenka facing off for a spot in the final. Don't go anywhere. Santa Prakashti back on TC Live as we head over to Hong Kong. The Finnish superstar, Emil Rusevori, looking to make his second career final, taking on Sebastian Offner. Offner coming in with some nice form. Took out Struff and Batista Agut earlier this week. Continues that momentum in, takes that first set, but, but Rusevori, who I think is just a, a slightly higher class of player, is able to come back here strong in this second set, bringing some of that Rusevori pace. The big forehand up the line is able to do that on both forehand and backhand side. Really starting to put things together here in towards the latter part of the second set. Goes into a third here. It was Rusevori that created a lot more break point opportunities. He created 12 for himself, but perhaps let it get a little too tight because he only converted three of them. Still did a fantastic job returning second serves, winning almost 50% of points. Did a good job serving it out as well. Four U's, just one I in it, David. It's about I. It's about Emil Rusevori coming through with the victory. Would he play Andre Rublev or Chinese wildcard Jerry Shang? The 18-year-old Santa has had the best week of his life. Yeah, he's coming off of a big upset against Francis Tiafo, so he was playing with some confidence, and it showed in the first set. He was able to get the one break of serve and then close it out in real style. But Rublev, he knows how to battle, and he hits the ball so big he can create opportunities. And he was able to create one early here in the second set, and he capitalized on it, and that was all it took. Rublev did not look back, was able to capture that second set. And in the third there, that's where it went awry for Shang. He lost his serve, knew it was going to be tough, and Rublev stamped his authority on the match. Certainly did. 29 winners, 12 aces into his 24th career ATP final. Andre Rublev going to take on Emil Rusevori. That'll be on later, right here on Tennis Channel. One of three top stars that will not play an Aussie warm-up. Our experts let you know where Yannick Sinner ranks in the odds to win this year's first major. You're watching TC Live finals all night long. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them.
Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. We are getting closer to the final in Auckland. Top of the hour, Coco Golf, Alina Spitalina. This was last year when she raised the trophy. Everybody talks about the big summer for Coco. It all started the beginning of the year in Auckland. Got that nice trophy, bottle of bubbly as well. But first, back to Brisbane. Stars out both the men's and women's side. Arena Sabalenka hasn't lost a match in Australia in two years. Taking on two-time Aussie Open champ, Victoria Azarenka, Jenna. Yeah, this was a... Highly anticipated match. A lot of grunting and screeching at times, but it was Sabalenka who got off to the better start. That's what it is, Prakash. That's that, the, grunt. that was the comment. We've <laughs> that, done that before, yeah. right? Yeah. Sabalenka looked terrific in the first set, just stepping in, hitting winners at will. The serve was kicking as literally kicking. She got 10 <laughs> aces, only three double faults over the course of the match. It set up so many first and second ball opportunities for Sabalenka. Azarenka did fight back in that second set. She made it a lot tighter, but Sabalenka did not go away, didn't lose focus, and in the end, it was just superior firepower. Azarenka just a little frustrated there, but Sabalenka wins it in straight sets. Clean tennis on both sides. 34 winners, just 13 unforced errors for Sabalenka into her 25th career final. She's got her eyes on getting back to number one in the world. Men's side, Holger Runa facing Roman Sakulin for Josh. Yeah, uh, Aruna's been picking up his tennis throughout the entire week here, mixing up from the baseline. And he's been attacking the net quite a bit as well, trying to use that drop shot a la Carlos Alcaraz just a little bit more. Taking care of his serve very nicely, 81% won on that first serve. And created just about enough opportunities on the second. Second set ended up going to a breaker here. But I think Aruna just returning a little bit better than Safunian in those big moments. 52% won, second serve returning and uh, skunked him in this breaker. What, 21 of his 31 second serve return points. Olgaruna had it going. He's going to take on Grigor Dimitrov in the final. What's trending on social media? Well, Yannick Sinner coming into the Australian Open as the fourth seed. We've seen him on site practicing with Daniel Altmaier. He's been practicing for a bunch of weeks because no warm-up events for Yannick Sinner. Also no warm-up events for Daniil Medvedev or Carlos Alcaraz. Let's take a look at the odds presented by BetMGM. And right now, Yannick Sinner is your third leading candidate to take the title in Australia. Chanda, first question, uh, of the guys not playing a warm-up, what do you make of that decision? You know, it's an interesting one, especially the very first major of the year. It's one thing to do it during the year where you've got tournaments under your belt, you maybe need a little rest, you want to conserve heading into a big event, but this is a little surprising, so hopefully it works out. Hopefully they can build and get some matches under their belts um, at the Open. Uh, it's a uh, risk. Uh, I, I, it is. I don't disagree with you, but you know what? I'll take it one step further and go on the other side of things. We have seen some of the top, top players who have a ton of Grand Slams under their belt showing so much confidence. Sometimes they don't need to come in with a warm-up tournament and go straight to the slam. Bold statement, I think, for Yannick Sinner, who, who may well, feel like... Especially after Christmas break, Prakash. No, no, no. I mean, Chen, like I said, I'm agreeing with you, but... You, you know, didn't may, agree with me, though. No, I said I'm looking at the other side, too. There's a yin <laughs> and there's a yang. You can't have one without the other, you know? But, uh, look, maybe he's just coming in with a ton of confidence. I don't need that warm-up tournament. I'm, uh, I'm feeling nice and good, yeah. nice and ready. <laughs> I think you're right on that. I mean, they like, obviously... <laughs> saying, proclaiming to everybody that I'm confident. I'm going to get yeah. some matches. I'm going to win that first round. We brought it back to love. Do, yeah. What do you think the odds? It's all love. Is, is Sinner your, your third, third best favorite to win, Chanda? 
mean, he's, yeah, he's yeah. looked he's, great. He's, he's my third best, but considering how good Medvedev has been on the hard courts, plus mm. 700, that's, a, that's, that's not a bad number. That's a good play, good yeah. play. Yeah, Novak, by the way, still the odds-on favorite to win. I know he's won 10 of them. All he does is win, 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 but the wrist could, yeah. be, could be a factor there. And I love seeing Rafa back. Top odds to potentially take another title at the Australian Open. Won it two years ago, right? You always got to put Rafa in the mix if he's decently healthy. And he looked pretty good yeah. the first couple of matches he played. So hopefully, hopefully things work out and uh, he can be ready to go. It's a sweet strike. Yeah. At forehand. So it's clean. Good. So it's clean. <laughs> Bold decision. No warm-up events for Sinner, Alcaraz, or Medvedev. Heading in to the Australian Open. We will see how it plays out. We'll have highlights from all of tonight's finals on TC Live tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. And then we get going the week before the year's first major in Auckland. Hobart in Adelaide getting even closer to first ball in Auckland tonight. Championship match between Coco Golf and Alina Svitolina. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. We are counting down to the year's first major one week away. TC Live has you covered every single day, 5 o'clock Eastern. It's your only two-hour pregame show. I'll be joined by Hall of Famers Martina Navratilova, Lindsey Davenport, Jim Courier, plus John Wertheim. we got lots of guests. It will include Chanda Rubin. Highlights, predictions, a whole bunch of it. You're going to be joining us early in the morning, Chanda. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Making sure I do it now. That's right. Because now you that proclaimed we it. it. You put it out. You, you have proclaimed it, it and it must be so. <laughs> Getting Miss Rubin on the airway in the program. Here's our hot shot for Kush. Love to see my guy, Hubie Hercotch here, giving you a double. First, he got the flexes there. Another led court for Manorino. What? Around the net post. And not on a small point either. Checks that first led court. Flexes back on the backhand side. Covering the line. Goes across. Another net court. Waits. Hooks it around. That was 4-5. Add in to push it to 5-all. Can we get some bonus points for the scoreline? We'll get a bonus hot shot, Chandy. You get to talk us through it. No, this was sweet. We were watching this live in real time, and her catch was already playing some phenomenal tennis. But this point, put it over the top, and it was the round the net post. It's like, wait, did he really do that? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And against a guy like Manorino, you know, feels even better. Reflexes are sick. Just love the mild-mannered Hubie Hercotts giving the crowd a, give me a little something, give me a little something. He was deserving after that, right? Absolutely, 100%. Give me. Sick. Earned indeed. It was sick. It was nasty. It was all those things. Summer Down Under championship matches coming up tonight. Top of the hour, just moments away from Coco Golf, Alina Svitolina. How about one versus two going on in Brisbane? Sabalenka, Rabakina. They played a couple finals last year. Indian Wells, Australia. Then we got... In Brisbane, the guy, I mean, there's so much to talk about. And we're only one week into the season. It's one versus two in both WTA yeah. events. I mean, when was the last time that happened? 2016, Shanda. There you go. It's there been you a go. minute. It, it, this is a big day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a huge it's day. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. All right, we're going to talk about these finals. You, you, you <laughs> that was great. Uh, it was like a little twosome. Like you had that whole thing planned. I was just enjoying the show there. We didn't plan it. It was no. Roberta Vinci beat Belinda Benchich at St. Petersburg. Venus Williams beat Masaki Doi in another event. I, I knew, knew, I knew, knew you'd know. I knew you'd know, Steve. What was the number one pop song at that time? <laughs> I mean, you, you, know, you know everything, Weissman. 2016, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. All right, we got Runa Dimitrov. Dimitrov was asked about Runa. He was like, this is a big-time all-court player. He was like, so am I. <laughs> what, what's okay. going to okay. be the difference in this one? 
Well, I think for uh, Grigor, he, he's got to be the one playing on the aggressor. He's not going to be able to win this thing on the defensive side. And Runa's been coming forward quite a bit. He's been using that drop shot, attacking the net. If, if he kind of punctures that Dimitrov backhand and makes him pass all day long off of that, I, I think Dimitrov's not going to do well. So Dimitrov is the one who's going to need to come forward a little bit. And Dimitrov's been trending in the right direction. Had a massive win over Medvedev in Paris last year, towards the end of the year. But I think this, in the finals, taking out a Holger Runa, who's one of the top few in the world, along with the other big names. I think it would be a real statement win. It would indeed. Uh, speaking of statements, one versus two. We talked about Sabalenka, Rybakina. They played the Australian Open final. Sabalenka took that, and then Rybakina finally beat her in the Indian Wells final. It was a, you know, not press conference, but on-court ceremony after that Sabalenka stuck her tongue out. And she was like, not going to do it again. Uh, <laughs> What are you expecting to see between these two, power versus power? I mean, this is what we look forward to. They played four times this past season. You mentioned uh, those couple of finals, and we are expecting them to play in more finals against each other. I think in the lead-up to the Australian Open, this is a big match for, for each of them. I expect to see Sabalenka serving well. That was what got her into this final. It's what she did well in her last match against Azarenka. I think also aggressive, but giving herself big target areas. For Rybakina, we know how well she hits the backhand. Can she take that forehand up the line? Can she open up the court to Sabalenka's backhand and create some space and use her serve as well? This will be an interesting match to see who can dictate and do it consistently. What's more important, who serves better or who returns better? You know, I think the serve for both of them is key. I think the return, it's a bigger weapon for Sabalenka. Can she jump on top of Rybakina's serve? Yeah. That, I think, gives her more of the advantage. All right, looking forward to that in Brisbane. And then moments away from the walkouts in Auckland, Coco Goff yep. going to repeat her title, looking to do that. Taking on Alina Spitalina, one versus two. What's the game plan for both players? Well, I think both are coming in with a ton of momentum. I mean, what Svitolina did last year after coming back as a mother has been absolutely phenomenal and has gotten us all inspired as well. But, you know, I just think Coco's kind of got a different level above her uh, about her right now. I think uh, I think she's going to be coming in with a ton of confidence, as one does when they when they fly off of buildings here. Whose idea was this? Probably hers. Unbelievable. Yeah, maybe she's just making a did statement. Did he push her? <laughs> wait, wait. Can someone, can someone replay that? Did she, did she jump she at the end? Was she pushed? <laughs> this, is there a lawsuit coming up? <laughs> this, is, this is absolutely terrifying. But terrifying. Look, if, if but you, she did it. You win your U.S. Open, I'll tell you what. Gave a little nudge there. <laughs> coming into your next Grand Slam, trying to win it, is not scary if you can do this. That is so true. The whole that family did Her brothers did it. The mom did it. Her she, dad was like, no way. Well, no. She, no, well, she no, was no. smiling at the end. She, she was smiling and laughing. And that's no fear. She's I, 19, I though. I mean, man, that is, that's brave. That's, that, that's brave. Well, you know, it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking back, you know, it was a different time. Remember those days. <laughs> What's your breakdown? Uh, you're going to be calling this match. Yeah, you know, I, I think golf is playing at a different level, but Svitolina can pose some problems physically. How is Svitolina going to recover after her semifinal match? She had the trainer come out. It was a tough three-set battle. So that's the big question I'll be kind of looking at the first few games. Uh, but golf, the aggression she's been showing. Yeah. She's got a good shot. You think Spitalina's also, since she has come back, been more aggressive? She has been, absolutely. It's been an elevated part of her game. You see her focusing on it from returns, even within rallies, trying to get inside the baseline. I think it's been a key to her having these results. A really cool ceremony. I, I tell you what, st stepping out for this final there, you see these Hakka warriors out there, Hakka dancers doing their thing. That's going to get you nice and nice and jacked up. Like that, right? That yeah. gets you fired up. You got to get Great inspired. Energy. Great Definitely. energy. The yeah. energy is incredible. That's like Prakash giving a motivational speech, right? Right before you take the court, 
like a, like a like a triple espresso, Weissman. I mean, what's your code, right? I mean, that's. They, I tell you what, they got a code. You got to have a code to be able to get out there and do that. That's so cool. I love it. That's fantastic. Anytime you get a little, little flavor of the area that you're in, Auckland, New Zealand, so good for the community there, and obviously all the players really appreciate all that they are given when they're able to, to travel to these beautiful cities across the globe. Yeah, you see the players watching. This has been going on each time uh, they've walked out onto the stadium court at the beginning of the day, uh, and you know, terrific before such a significant final between you know two champions. I love it. Most beautiful thing about our sport, I think. Each and everywhere you go, you're always able to soak in a bit of the culture, and all the tournaments do such a great job pushing that out there towards the players. Well done, indeed. You can see Coco, Alina. Grateful for being able to see that before they go into battle. Uh, these two who have met once before, but certainly that was a while ago, before Coco Goff was a U.S. Open champion. Chanda, looking forward to listening to your call with Paul Anico in the yes. booth. That's right. I got to get over there, Steve. You got okay. to get <laughs> over there. It's been fun. I got to leave you guys. But we'll see you again on, on TC Lab tomorrow. Okay. Looking forward to that. Miss you, Chan. Full night of championships. Just keep it locked and loaded on TC.